You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Honest AF Show with me, Barbara Ann Wild. And me, Daniela Clark. And we are so lucky today because this is our very first Honest AF Show of 2021, and we have an amazing guest that I'm so excited is doing our podcast. Welcome, Dr. Rahi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this for us. We're so excited. We're figuring new year, new face, new body, and who better to have on as our guest than you, Dr. Rahi. I was wondering maybe at first you could introduce yourself and let our listeners know a little bit about your background. I mean, I know how wonderful you are, but... I am a medical doctor and I specialize in integrative aesthetics. So I did my residency in internal medicine and I worked as a hospitalist for a few years It was actually like four to five years. And while I was working as a hospitalist, I realized that this is not what I want to do with my life. And it wasn't fulfilling because I didn't feel that I was helping people the way I had envisioned this utopic world of being a doctor. Um, And so I did a fellowship in integrative medicine. I love integrative medicine because it focuses on disease prevention, health maintenance and like optimal living so that you can live to the best of your abilities like in this moment. And and my office is in Beverly Hills and I just opened an office in New York too. I was going to say you're, you're bi-coastal. I ended up finding you because of uh, the integrative medicine. And of course, I mean, it's just a bonus with all the um, injectables and lasers and lovely um, cosmetic things that you're able to do as well. But um, I, I think that it's so important, the aesthetic medicine portion of it all, because you, you need to feel good and know what's going on inside your body in order to look good as well, you know. So I'm super excited. I, I was fortunate enough to be recommended to you through Instagram algorithms. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the one, one really great thing about Instagram, and I think it's so exciting what you do. We have a lot of questions for you. So I guess first I would like to ask you, and I, and I know Daniela has a bunch of questions for you as well, but I would love to ask you, what do you think is the best way to begin? You know, it's the new year. People are so interested in making resolutions and getting their wellness, their mind, body, and spirit integrated. And what, what do you think, what, what's the first step? What, what would you recommend? I think the first step for anybody and, you know, that even the first step for myself was understanding what you eat a little bit better. And that includes understanding food better. So I mean, during quarantine, I went to the grocery store and I really wanted to understand all my herbs better. So I just bought every herb in this one specific specialty grocery store that sells a lot. And I kind of experimented with them. And that may seem impractical, but like really understanding what you're eating is probably the most important thing. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And actually right now, people have the time to do that. 
where before no one has time to actually slow down and think about everything like that. So I think this is a good time to actually take advantage of the extra time that we have. I agree. Yeah. And I guess you're going to, when I, when you review my blood work with me, you're going to explain to me how I need to curb my sugar habit. (laughs) Oh God. I'd hate to see what she thinks of mine. I mean, we all have addictions to sugar. It's hard to, it's just really hard. It, it, that's a hard addiction to break. It's possible, but it takes, it takes a lot of time because you have to wean yourself off of these certain foods because these foods become an addiction. And if you don't want to put yourself through too much distress, weaning yourself off would probably be easier than like going cold turkey. And that's probably what people usually do when they want to like do a drastic diet, they'll go cold turkey and then usually the diet isn't successful. But if you sort of taper things down and eliminate them over time, then I feel like it's easier to do or, you know, make small changes throughout your meals. And then over time, then it just becomes like your, your diet and your lifestyle. Right. And what do you think are the most important vitamins or minerals or, or, I know that you do um, in your office, you do the, you know, the IV vitamin. Well, actually, let's back up a little bit. I came to you to deal with my body because I've postmenopausal and I wanted to know where all my hormone levels were. And I know that those are things that you're really interested in helping people with. And so I went to you for my blood work. And then now what happens? What, what's the next step? I would ask whoever comes to me to fill out my integrative evaluation. So I hope you filled that out. Um, I did. Okay, good. And then I review it with them. And the integrative evaluation is pretty in-depth. And some of the questions may seem kind of atypical from what you normally are asked. But it really helps me understand where you're at. And uh, I also ask a specific diet journal. And sometimes if I don't really get a good understanding from like the smaller journal, I'll ask you to do maybe like a seven day diet journal so I can really see what's going on over the span of a week. And then we go over it together, the labs, the the intake and discuss what is, you know, bothering you the most and try to make changes and changes include lifestyle changes, diet changes, and supplements. I'm a big fan of supplements and I take a ton a day. And I'm, and I feel that since I started increasing my intake of the appropriate supplements that I needed, I feel more energetic and I feel that my body is functioning better. So I I make certain recommendations, whether it's hormonal therapies or supplemental recommendations and Basically, I would recommend to follow up with me within a month just to see how everything's going. And I would recommend checking labs at least every three months until you get to someplace in your body where you're comfortable and you can maybe cut back to every six months. I mean, and I have more specialized testing options too. Those will be recommended based on the initial labs that I usually do. 
And I know that you are a big proponent of hormones when they're appropriate, and I've always been so leery and afraid of them. What are some of the hormone therapies for women that are getting older and our hormone levels are kind of, you know, we're perimenopausal or menopausal or because yeah. we have our, our fan base seems to have a lot of, you know, we're very interested in anti-aging inside and out. I, I think that you have a very smart fan base, <laughs> but the hormonal therapies that I recommend uh, varies person to person. That's obvious. But a lot of times postmenopausal women benefit from some testosterone therapy. Testosterone is a hormone that's found both in men and women. Men have it at considerably higher doses than women, but it's still a very important hormone for women. And it's important that we have good amounts for us to stay healthy and feel vital. So testosterone therapy can help with depression, anxiety, can help with weight loss. It's great. And there are ways to increase your testosterone naturally in the body, but then there's also the option of supplementing as well. If you find that the natural ways to increase your testosterone don't really work or aren't working to the, to the extent that you want it to. And then uh, some postmenopausal women will get estrogen therapy with thyroid as well is, you know, both men and women. I do testosterone therapy for men too. Then I would say vitamin D is probably something that most people don't realize is also a hormone. So I did not know that. Did you know that, Danielle? No, I did not know that. We are big vitamin D fans, but we did not yeah. know that. So it's a vitamin and a hormone, and it plays an important role in our immune system. So getting the right amount of vitamin D is vital for health, wellness, brain function, um, immune system function. And unfortunately, I'd say most people are deficient. And yeah. I would say everybody should be on a vitamin D supplement, vitamin D3. Well, not everybody. If you have kidney problems, obviously, this is something that you should consult with your physician. Um, if you have any chronic problem, you should always consult with your physician before starting a supplement. But most people are deficient. Right. Um, and you should be on it um, unless your doctor says otherwise. And but it depends on like how much you should be on. And I I'm on about ten thousand IU's a day. Wow. Um. Yeah. And I, I take five thousand a day. Yeah, I think I take that too. Yeah. Honestly, um, I would have to check your labs and see where you know you're at. And sometimes you want to take that higher dose. Makes sense. And mm -hmm. I know you're a big uh, a big proponent of magnesium as well, Dr. Rahi. I'm obsessed. I'm actually drinking some magnesium right now. <laughs> it's, um, it's a powder that I mix with water. Mm -hmm. Magnesium deficiency is, again, present in almost everybody. And I think a lot of these deficiencies are a result of our diet and the processing of food and also like the farming system. So um, to really be to really have this optimal intake, you need to take these supplements. Um, but there's like no chance in hell you can ever convince some people of this. Like yeah. my father will not take any supplements. <laughs> and I try to explain this to him and I try to guide him like 
please take the supplement. This will help you feel better. Um, and he has all these aches and pains and, and he just, he just won't cause he thinks that, you know, the human body was created perfect and we don't need <laughs> additional additives, but that's actually not true. Um, and our, if our diet is like deficient in certain nutrients and minerals, then we're, we need to supplement it. Otherwise we're not going to be functioning optimally. Right. And also as you age, things kind of change, uh, chemistry wise in your system. Right. So Yes. Yes. What about, okay, so I have a question. <laughs> what about like collagen supplements? How do you feel about those? Um, I, ask, I ask that all the time because I've somehow, I'm hoping that there is some kind of <laughs> miracle. And every doctor we talk to tells us it's hogwash. Yeah. I, I don't think it is. I think um, some of them are bigger molecules and I think that they're not absorbed as well. But the thing is, I don't take a lot of the collagen supplements because I don't eat meat, but I found two really good, well, actually three really good products that are, are helpful with like collagen stimulation in the body. One of them is Biosil. And oh, we've uh, heard of that before. It's based out of Belgium. It's a supplement and it basically is a plant-based supplement that helps you stimulate collagen in the body. And every single time I take this supplement, I notice a significant change in my hair and my skin. Uh, specifically my hair, I notice like a nice, nice like thickness of it. The other supplement that I like is, it's called Ilutech. Um, and I'm going to send you all this because I, I don't have the correct spelling right now, but it's an Italian-made hyaluronic acid. They make it from that um, specific orange found only in Italy and it works so well. It helps with your vision because it's like a hyaluronic, because you have three components in the skin that are going to give it, give it, give us the youthfulness, elastin, hyaluronic acid, collagen. And so you kind of want to target all of those if you really want to create a more youthful appearance. So the Ilutech is good. And um, then I found this vegan powdered collagen um, from Whole Foods. Actually, let me grab it real quick so I can read it to you. Speaking um, our language, Daniela. Yes, completely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a um, vegan collagen boosting powder supplement. Again, like it's boosting your collagen, which that's what I would take something to like boost your own collagen. Cause the collagens that I'm familiar with are all made out of bovine. And I, right. I just, I don't want to take them. Um, are, are you um, following a plant-based diet? Yes. Yeah. I am plant-based. I did reintroduce fish a few months ago and I'm kind of like back and forth on that. Like it's maybe once every two weeks I'll eat like, some salmon or something, but I am very much so plant-based. I noticed like about a year ago when I finally decided to go off the pill, I was on the pill for, I don't know, 30 something years. <laughs> I finally went off the pill. I have noticed such a huge difference in the way my skin looks. So I figured, you know, it's got to be something to do with the hormone shift of, you know, letting go of birth control pills because my skin just seems so different. 
it just definitely loses its youthfulness. I'm starting to see like the onset of like the crepiness, the dryness, just, you know, totally different texture of my skin. And that's why I've been like trying to figure out what could I do naturally to kind of help that along? What is it, you know, is it, do I need to go on hormones? Do I need to take these supplements, you know, what is it that I could be doing that could help my skin just kind of, I mean, as we age, we all start to look older and I I, I have accepted that, but I'm <laughs> yeah. somehow I've, I've uh, somewhat, I've accepted it somewhat with like a pinch of acceptance. Um, but I'm going down, kicking and screaming. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting really hard and, um, but, you know, other than like Botox and because I don't want to start slicing and dicing. And obviously with my body, what am I going to do? I'm, you know, you start to notice like a little bit of sagging and things are just different as you age. It can be quite depressing. So, you know, other than like a complete body lift and, <laughs> and facelift and everything, all this slicing and dicing, I'm like, okay, what else could I be doing? to supplement my diet? Is it something that can be, you know, enhanced by diet? And by speaking with you, it seems like it could. So, you know, those are kind of my, my questions. Like, how do you combat some of it? Like, obviously, I know you can't stop all of it, but maybe there's something you can do to help it a little bit. I would ensure that your diet is, you know, plant-based and I would do high dose vitamin C every day. And I would also recommend occasional IV vitamin C too, because vitamin C helps build collagen in the body, but it's also really good for your immune system. And microneedling is really good to stimulate collagen and elastin in the skin. So doing things like diet supplements that are appropriate for you based on your your needs and um, your deficiencies and your symptoms. Um, so those are the things I would start with and see how it goes. But I think you're, you're going to see results right away. Mm, okay. That's good. And as far as the cosmetic and aesthetic physical things that you do, Dr. Rahi, what do you, I mean, you just mentioned microneedling, but I know that you are, um, very experienced and one of your specialties are threads. Can you talk to us a little bit about threads and when they're appropriate? And I mean, I'm so excited. I am all signed up and ready to go as soon as we're somewhat out of COVID. But when do you feel that they have value? Is it only for younger people or do they help ladies, you know, 40 and up or, or gentlemen as well? Can you talk to us about threads a little bit? Uh, I love threads. Threads do work with what they do is they lift, tighten, contour, stimulate collagen. So they will work in almost everyone, but to varying degrees. If someone shows up and they're in their 80s <laughs> and they have really crepey skin, they've never done anything before, they're not on any supplements, you know, they're just and they and they want you know threads they would probably not be the greatest candidate but you know i'd say on average the age would be something 30s to 60s would be the best average age for threads but again it depends on the person it depends on their expectations of the procedure it depends on their ability to handle the procedure post care um, these are the things that I find super important when selecting patients for threads. 
But threads are really great because they, your body absorbs them over a period of six months. And after that, what they do is they stimulate your immune system. And in its place, um, collagen is replaced. So you get really nice results that look very natural as opposed to the results that you get with overfilling your face and you end up looking super poofy, which yeah. is not very attractive. <laughs> So having that balance is super important when you approach aesthetics. You want it to look natural um, because then you end up kind of looking weird and you almost wonder if that person would have done better if they had done nothing. (laughs) I I, I wonder about that all the time because sometimes (laughs) I think it just doesn't make you look any younger. It makes you look weirder. And that's, you know, that's certainly not, you know, a, a result that I would want. I would rather just do a little bit of something that can, you know, kind of enhance things and make things slightly better rather than, you know, just look like a crazy person. But I would love to look at threads for like the jowl area. And what about the neck? Can you use threads for your neck? Yes. Oh my God. I want to pull that shit back already. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, um, when you approach aesthetics, you have to understand that your face Your neck ages really rapidly due to a few things, but one of the most important reasons is due to gravity. So you sort, you have to pull everything up from the top. And that's like the concept of a facelift too. If you really want to address your neck, you want to come in from the top, lift everything up, and then we address the neck. That is so exciting. Do you do threads for anywhere other than the face and neck? Do you do them for the body at all? Yes, often. I actually did a really good thread on this girl for her stomach. She had given birth, like I believe 10 years ago, and she just wasn't happy with her appearance. She's like stunning. And she had this little pouch and some stretch marks and she didn't want to get surgery. So we did threads on her, and then I saw the other day that she just posted a photo of herself in a bikini. I'm like, yes! Oh my goodness, that's so exciting! Yeah, wow! I had no idea you could do it on your stomach. Could you do your arms? Yes, and you could do your booty, your knees. <laughs> Danielle, are you ready to to escape quarantine? <laughs> We're on our way, Dr. Rahi. <laughs> I mean, seriously, and 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 may I mention, Dr. Rahi, I would do whatever you tell me to do because I looked on your Instagram and you're gorgeous. Oh, thank you. So I would listen to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's like going to someone for their for your hair, and they're you know they've got like amazing hair. You're, yeah. I mean, I I said to Daniela yesterday, you need to check out Dr. Rahi's Instagram, and she's like, uh, excuse me, she's uh, so hot. <laughs> What you know, so it's just like here you're the 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 perfect threat, right? The beauty brains, the whole bit. But oh my um, goodness, thank so you. Excited wow. because you know, there are so many people that are negative when you talk about threads, but I feel that when I look in the mirror and I just want to reclaim what's gone south a tiny bit, I kind of, you know, make my hands lift my face just a little or make my eyes back to the way they were. Like I look at my son and his eyes are more almond. And I think as you get older, your eyes get more round because everything kind of goes downward. And I, you know, you don't look in the mirror and puff up your cheeks and blow and make yourself plumper. You kind of just pull things and go, okay, that's what I, that's where I want to go. But 
you know, I told Daniela, we're holding off on facelifts till at least 60. So we need to figure out whatever we can do to lift everything. Although, although I don't know, I'm teetering. <laughs> no, I will not allow it. <laughs> um, threads, yeah, I mean, there are people that are going to be negative about anything. But then there are people that have um, probably experience with the older threads that came out sort of in the 90s that caused a lot of more problems and they were permanent um, from what I've heard. I wasn't even close to being in med school then, so I had no <laughs> experience with it. But the newer threads, the technology is like changing so much that they're really um, excellent. And you're going to see plastic surgeons that are absolutely anti-thread. And then you're going to see plastic surgeons that are the medical director of a thread company. So threads are just like any other thing in aesthetic medicine. They're an art and it you know, it's not just the thread itself, but it's also who's doing the threads. So some people will have really great results. Some won't have any results. Um, it's about how you place the threads, their vectors and, um, the amount of threads and, you know, just the experience and the right depth. So that's, I think threads are great. I love them so much and I, you know, use them on myself. I use them on my family. Um, my mom's gotten threads. My sister's gotten threads. Um, my dad yeah. hasn't let me do threads on him yet. <laughs> the main get him was, to take a supplement. I don't know if you're going to let him. He's going to let you. Add he him won't even him. take a magnesium <laughs> supplement that has my name on the bottle. <laughs> like, really like has, I'm like, this is my supplement. You should be supporting me. He won't even take that. Oh my God, that's so funny. Well, we're all about it, Dr. Rahi. What else is on the horizon that you're super excited about or that you offer in your practice? I think really growing the practice and having more integrative services is important for me because I'm realizing more and more that everybody needs these services and people would be a lot happier, healthier if they really, really participated in a little self-care. That's so true. Now, yeah. I have a, I have another question. Yeah. A lot of women, as they get older, also look into like other things like vaginal rejuvenation. Is that something that you do too? Yes. I love vaginal rejuvenation because it works and um, it's important for, you know, any sexually active woman to have a healthy sex life. And so... I do PRP injections in the G-spot and clitoris, and that helps stimulate better orgasms. I do Votiva, which is a radio frequency treatment that tightens, lifts the vagina, and oh. will help improve um, any things such as recurrent UTIs, recurrent yeast infections. A lot of women have a lot of uh, yeast infections, and they don't know. Um, and that has to a lot to do a lot to do with like diet and stress and lifestyle, um, such as drinking alcohol. So getting your body balanced head to toe is important, and your vagina is part of it. So it's not all about sex, but I mean, you know, is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it painful? Are some of these procedures painful? Uh yes. There's <laughs> thanks, Daniela, because I'm all signed up. So now I have to hear about how painful. It is. <laughs> oh, I numb you. I numb. I numb you. 
Okay. So, um, there's a lot of numbing happening. So the shots, those you're you're gonna get is that like a topical numbing cream first before you get the shots? Yes. Okay. Topical, then injection. I do all the numbing. For, but Votiva doesn't hurt at all. It's like a hot stone massage. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds kind of lovely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and how how would a woman know that it's time for her to get vaginal rejuvenation? Like, I mean. Well, if you're considering facial rejuvenation, then you should consider vaginal rejuvenation. Oh, there you go. That makes wow. total sense. I don't know if that's rude or what, but okay. <laughs> hey, that, you know what? Women get so offended with it. Every woman. <laughs> might have just, I'm, I'm slightly offended. I'm not going to lie. I know. Everyone gets offended about it. They're like, my vagina is perfect, but can you fix my entire face? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So when people come to you and they're like, can you fix my face? You're like, how about your vagina? Um, no, I don't do it like that. <laughs> hey, I'm no. getting it all fixed up by Dr. Rahi. I'm having her work on the inside of me, the the bottom of me, the top of me. I'm I'm all about it. I'm gonna take residency in your office pretty soon. Oh. All right, you're welcome uh, to come in, and I will try to move to a bigger office. Actually, we need to, so maybe I can like set up like a bed for the clients that want to <laughs> I just want to live there. Um, I, ha- I have a question though. I'm going back to vaginal rejuvenation. Is that something that uh, you said it enhances your sex life? It doesn't, it doesn't like reduce sensitivity or are there side effects that where that could happen? Uh, there shouldn't be based on the science in that all the things that I do stimulate more blood flow to the area, um, stimulate, uh, so the vagina gets its lubrication from the vessels and not from like a lymphatic system. So the the vessels will secrete the lubrication. So if you have more vasculature in the vagina, you're going to get a healthier vagina because there's more blood flow and there's also more lubrication. So the Votiva helps with that. The PRP helps with that. I do Morpheus, which is radio frequency and microneedling for the vaginal area. And also we do it on the face and other parts of the body. But what that does, that'll, it's like a non-surgical lift of the vagina. What I like about my approach to vaginal rejuvenation is that it is non-surgical and surgery, basically you're just cutting off a piece of the tissue, but you're not like stimulating or improving the quality of the tissue. Whereas with these non-surgical approaches, you're improving the quality of the tissue while also shrinking the size. Mm. And a lot of times with surgery, I mean, I know because I had an abdominoplasty, you lose, you lose feeling for a long time. That's, a, that's what also scares right. me about surgery yeah. is that you get that numb feeling and you, it, you know, who wants to be numb down there? I mean, other than when you're getting injections, but I don't want to not have sensation. Right. And that can happen with surgery and um, other things that can happen is when you're healing, it can become really itchy. You can develop like infections. There's just so many different things that can happen with a surgical approach. I, in 2021, with all the new technology out there, I don't know why anyone would ever consider a surgical approach until they've exhausted their non-surgical options and still maybe want like 
something that a surgical approach would do. But honestly, in my opinion, I I think it's better for every female to try the non-surgical approaches and see what happens and then take it from there. I feel that way about at the face as well. I feel that way. Uh, I, I, I want to exhaust every possibility before going under the knife because I, you know, that is permanent, permanent. I mean, if you overfill somebody, you could use, uh, what is it? Higher, higher to, to shrink things down or permanent, permanent kind of is scary to me, but, um, I mean, there's time and place for it, but I'd like to exhaust everything else beforehand. Yeah, I agree. Well, I love I love how, how your whole concept which is like integrating diet, supplements and, and and these different types of procedures without, you know, slicing and dicing. I think this is really good. Thank you. And obviously and I, exercise too, right? Lots. I'm like an exercise fanatic. <laughs> yeah, I just saw your your Instagram uh call to arms challenge to do a 30 day challenge with you. And, um, I don't know if I'm quite up to that yet, but why? Um, <laughs> I probably will do it. It's, it looked, it looks pretty amazing. Where were you on the East coast? Cause you're out in the snow and in Toronto. I'm from Canada. You are. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks. I love, I love Canada. Love Canada. Wait, what was the challenge? So it's basically the challenge is to move your body every day for two weeks. It doesn't look that easy, Daniela. It is, you know, she's got, she's out in the middle of the snow doing lunges and uh, <laughs> you know, all kinds of like calisthenics that you need to be, you know, an athlete to do. But it, I, I'm, I'm up for the challenge. I think I'll have to try it. Maybe Daniela as well. We'll have to integrate Honest AF show into Dr. Rahi's 30 day challenge to move our bodies. Please do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty active, so I don't have a problem with that. But I guess my next question is, what is what is like the one product that you think everyone should be using? Supplement? I'd say I would I like to start people on magnesium right away. Did we go over this, but what were the benefits of magnesium? We didn't. Magnesium will help regulate your sleep, your anxiety levels, it'll help with your heart. It'll help your heart function better. It will help you regulate your bowels. Magnesium is a mineral that's basically found in all our cells. And so it is an important mineral that helps our entire body function. And we are deficient in it. And so it will help with almost anything, really. Um, And I encourage you to start with a low dose. And I encourage you to start with either magnesium citrumate, glycinate to see the changes you see because there are different types of magnesium and you have to be careful not to choose, for example, magnesium oxide. That's just going to give you the runs and it's not going to provide any physical internal benefits. And what about beauty products? What is a must-have? I'd say a must-have Well, is a, is a good skincare routine. Uh, washing your face morning and night using a toner. I recommend a vitamin C for during the daytime with a sunscreen Um, and definitely have a retinol for the evenings. And Mm -hmm. I've been using a lot of products from SkinCeuticals 
And so checking out that line is cool. Yeah, they're great. Because, um, they have a lot of different products that are pretty effective, but also gentle. So, and finding the right skincare line that's good for your skin too. Finding one that's like clean and also uh, effective is important. You're a doctor, Dr. Rahi, but we have so much in line with, with you. One of the questions that Daniela loves to ask our guests is, what is something that you love most about yourself? And I think that would be really interesting to hear. Um, what I love about myself is my ambition. My journey was atypical in how I arrived to where I am. And I feel like I wouldn't have gotten here if I didn't have ambition. That's very important for sure. Can you tell everybody how to find you, your socials, and um, we'll also tag everything when we when we put the episode up, but what are your social media tags, your website? How can our listeners find you? Website is drrahi.com. Um, doctor is spelt out. And Instagram is doc, drrahimd. And my office is in Beverly Hills, and we are opening one at the end of January in New York. So exciting! Yeah, oh, I have I have a question. Does do you take insurance for any of this? For I don't. Okay, um, I decided early on I didn't want to deal with that, and I think I made the right decision. <laughs> Even yeah. I pay an arm and a leg for my own insurance per month, but I, I, it's all it's all for you know. Should there be a trauma, God forbid, but. Otherwise, I don't really use it to go see a traditional primary doctor anymore. I find that to be a waste of time for me. But your right. office did give me, for the blood work and stuff, your office did give me a bill so that I was able to submit. So I think if you, for certain things that aren't cosmetic, you probably can get some money back from your insurance. Maybe that's true, but... And I know like certain labs are covered by health insurance plans and a lot of patients will use their insurance to pay for their Mm -hmm. labs, but I am not super familiar with the whole process. I decided to shut my brain off to that. What age do you generally recommend that women come in and get their hormones checked and start a supplement? Honestly, if you're feeling unwell, whether you're in your 20s or you're in your 50s, there are many reported cases of adolescents with type 2 diabetes because of their diet, and that's a hormonal imbalance. So um, hormonal imbalances can occur to any to anyone. So I, I think it's important to really just see how you're feeling. Um, but definitely, 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 I would ch- start being more adherent to it Like when you get into your early 30s because things start changing. I know that I had some imbalances that I had to correct and I'm in my 30s now. So, you know, it could happen to really anyone. Thank you, Dr. Rahi. Really appreciate having you on. Thank you. Thanks for talking with me. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all your wealth and knowledge with us. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, that was so informative. I'm so glad we had Dr. Rahi on. Incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so many things I want to try, but there were some things that I felt like God, personally insulted by it, but, <laughs> but um, anyways, well, um, that's it for our new year, new you special. 
So if you have any products or questions or subjects that you would like for Barb and I to tackle this year, please let us know. You can hit us up on our socials, Honest AF Show, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and honestafshow.com is our website. You can message us there too. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to know what you're interested in. Other than that, take care. Make sure to download and leave us reviews and look after yourselves. Thank you so much for supporting us. We're we're a full year in and make sure you tell two friends to subscribe and listen to us and we're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Yep. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.